This episode is brought to you by Houston Lucky of Keller Williams Realty. If you're looking for that dream home or that dream piece of property here in the beautiful state of Alabama, email him at HoustonLucky at KW.com for the rest of his contact info. And also, what's family if they don't believe in you? So thanks to Cantley Pittman, my brother, for sponsoring us. And last but not least, thank you to the Frosty Mug, a local staple, a local legend. Some of the best burgers, fries, and onion rings, and milkshakes around. Go check them out. Enjoy a view of the Warrior River. Enjoy their food. And most of all, keep supporting local businesses. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for believing in us. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. We hope you all enjoy. Welcome back to Pass the Jar. I'm your host, Drake Pittman. And I'm your co-host, Shane Murray. If you're not part of our community jar group, you really should be, because this is a crowd-controlled episode. It is. As in. And I am excited. <laughs> as in, we posted in the group, uh, what topic would you like to hear us talk about for this episode? First choice we got was a controversial, but a hot topic. Oh, cancel culture. So try to stay away from the politics. This isn't really politics. This is culture. It is. This is the way the world is. Mm -hmm. Not controlled by the government for the most part. Might get into that. I don't know. Oh, this episode. This episode's going to go off the rails. It's going to be a three round knockout because we're going to kind of hit our points real quick and be done because there's nothing else we have to say about it. (laughs) I hope you're right. (laughs) But, uh, Lead us off. What you got? Shout out to our boy Sterling. He was the one that brought this up. Yes, sir. Uh, What was the the topic? Uh, I believe his exact words. I don't have it right in front of me, but I believe it was cancel culture and how far will it go? All right. So, folks, um, the gloves are off this episode. If you cancel us, guess what? You can't. You can't cancel us. You can't cancel people that don't give a shit. There's no sponsors taking losses because the brand is us. Exactly. Like, you're still going to do some of the stuff that you need our sponsors for. But, guess what? That ain't million dollar contracts. They ain't taking no losses. Those are those are just good people that want to see this podcast grow. Exactly. Sometimes if you want something to grow, you kind of dig into some controversy. Got to go off the beaten path. So, there won't be much positivity in this episode. Oh, I'm positively about to roast cancel culture. Yeah. So, this is, uh, we're just going to touch on it for a few minutes. Kind of hit on some ideas of how we could probably get rid of it. Obviously, you know, we don't agree with it. I don't think there's any getting rid of it. I just want to throw that out there. I think it might fall to the back burner, but I think you're always going to have a group of of cancel culture elitist. Okay. So, I'll just we'll start just with the base. Mm-hmm. When do you feel like culture, cancel culture came around? <sighs> hmm. 2017-ish? Yeah. 2017-2000. Who's the first person to get canceled? That's a good Google question. Well, actually, you know, no. I'm completely off there. Cancel culture has actually been around for a really long time. It just hasn't been as prevalent 
because social media has taken off in the last 10 years. I mean, we've always had press that, like, you know, shared the dirt on people. Yeah. But. That's what I meant. Like, there's always been and there always will be some type of cancel culture. We've just recently labeled it and gave it a term. Yeah. I do think now it crushes people's lives more than it did back then. I don't know. I think the Dixie Chicks would have something to say about that. I'm sorry. The Chicks would have something to say about that. But in my... Also, since you brought that up, before we go any further, the politically correct people can't be canceled because they're going to conform. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's the difference. The can't the can't the people that are canceled don't conform. No. They're not gonna bow down and say, Yeah, um, I won't say this anymore. I'll do what you tell me to do. Are they gonna change the name of the song Dixieland Delight? To the land of delight? <laughs> Sounds freaking stupid. Sucks Shout out if up, you Church. ask me. <laughs> <laughs> but Land Delight. I, I feel like it has been around for a while, but now it's way more prevalent because, like I said, social media has skyrocketed. Well, I wasn't even going to go that far. I was just going to say it's so much more petty over bullshit. Well, that's what I mean. Like, 10 out of your 10 cancellations are coming off of Twitter hashtags. Facts. So you take Twitter out of the equation, and we're probably still in that same... All right, yeah, the press drives the narrative, and people can kind of make their own minds up. But now, with Twitter and cancel culture as big as it is, people are, I felt I, I feel like people are getting into the mindset of, oh, this is the popular thing. Like, if I disagree, then everyone's going to hate me. And people are afraid of going against agreeing. People are afraid to get canceled. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Like, my problem is with this current state of cancel culture. They don't consider what a person's going through, how long ago it was, because obviously times have changed. Mm -hmm. People change. They just canceled Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, we'll get into that. Insane. People change, times change, things change. Our culture changes. But not up until now. Did you see where people didn't say, "Mm, probably not going to watch that. Now it's, they deserve everything off their plates. Mm -hmm. They're the worst people ever. Yeah. Completely strip them of everything that they've worked for because of a momentary, sometimes call it lack of judgment, call it whatever you want. One slip of the tongue and somebody's entire body of work, entire career just goes away. That's insane. See, back in the day, you get a tabloid and a, the paper the Esquire. Yeah. Not a big deal. People is like, hmm, kind of a shitty person. Guess what? They're still going to watch your movies. They're not trying to get rid of you. No, it was just, hey, so-and-so effed up. So guess what? Kind of humanizes it more. Now it's like the worst possible thing you can be as a human. Yeah. And <clears throat> that's why I feel like today's cancel, cancel culture is a million times worse than anything in the past. Just because people think... They don't think, I'm not going to watch it, it's offensive or whatever. Cancel it all. Let nobody see it. Yeah. Don't let anybody form their own opinion of it because I don't like it. People, 
Tell me if this makes sense. People think their opinions matter to everyone way more than they actually do. Yes. Okay. I didn't know if that was the right way of saying it or if I was just kind of having a momentary lapse in judgment and couldn't think straight. Happens a lot. How y'all doing? But now it's like, I believe so-and-so should get canceled because they done this. Everybody that doesn't agree with me, I'm going to fight you to the ends of the earth to make you see my way. And to be honest, that's kind of like an authoritarian kind of sense of mind is I don't like the way you do this. I'm going to stop it. You bow down, shut up, do what I tell you. Mm -hmm. And that's where cancel culture is gone is it's like you either believe the way we we do, you better talk the way we do, etc. Or you're going to be non-existence because that's the power they hold. Absolutely. That's the power these companies hold. That's the power social media holds. Um, I it, mean, it's real easy to get banned off social media. Uh, 100%. Could you imagine if Twitter was around? <sighs> let's just, like, let's go 2001, sometime around September-ish. Could you imagine if Twitter would have been around, not only for the immediate support outcry that would have gone out, but fast forward a year later to 2002 when conspiracy started coming up. Could no. you, like how vastly different that entire, because now there's bukus and bukus of conspiracy theories about it. But imagine if we had a social media where you could go on and within seconds, your opinion is formulated to the entire world. I feel like we had handled things better back then, for sure, than they do now. Because... Also, okay, fair. Go ahead. Everybody thinks their opinion carries this amount of weight. When in reality, it doesn't. You it's, just, you film the right thing at the right time. It's your opinion. Yeah, you're going to find people that agree with you. And you're also going to find people that differ. And the biggest difference in it now is back then, those two people wouldn't have said more than two words to each other and they would have just gone their separate ways and that would have been the end of it. Now, it's just a battle of them versus me and how can I bury them and make my opinion the prevalent one. Exactly. Like, back in the day, we just kind of pat each other on the back like, look, okay, good, you think that way? We're still friends, we can agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Now it's, they talked about the way I view economics. I disagree with them. Cancel. And then and people are going to follow. It's a personal attack every single time. Mm-hmm. If, if you get into it with somebody on the internet now, now you're not just arguing about the topic at hand because now your entire social media profile is open to them. Yeah. So they'll go back and start looking for things it's 2021 now. They'll go back and look at something you said in 2013 and be like, this you? Yeah. Nobody survives at this you. No, and in this case, they should because are you the same person you were in 2013? No. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not. No. Like, not even close. We all said st- stupid things we probably shouldn't have said back then. Mm-hmm. Everybody. There's people that had Twitter accounts before they were famous. Yep. And a lot of times with cancel culture, that's where you see them digging up this dirt. Yeah. 
It's before the, anybody knew who the hell they were. Yeah. 16, 17 years old. And I think that's the problem because we were given this access at this later age in life, like, you know, 15 to 18. Mm-hmm. You're learning how to think for yourself on a lot of things. So you're if you see this new hot thing that you're going to speak your mind on, you're going to. And there wasn't nearly as big of a celebrity influence back no. then either. No. I keep coming back to it, but Twitter really changed. Twitter changed the world. Mm-hmm. Especially when it became the, the one social media platform that celebrities wanted to use. Like, attach their namesake to. Yeah. And that blue check mark slowly went from, you know for sure that's not a... It's not a It's a celebrity. It's not a spam account. Mm -hmm. But now it's the... I kind of label this... a badge of honor. Yeah, I label this generation the blue check generation because anybody that has a blue check by their name, no matter what social media platform it's on... Whatever they say is is the gospel. Mm -hmm. That's how you should believe. That's how you should follow. Yep. And our generation didn't have that access. That's a that's a really good point there. Like we had think for yourself, this stuff showed up. We started thinking for ourselves and found out we formed our own opinions on topics. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with this celebrity, but guess what? I'm still going to watch them play baseball, football, basketball, act on a movie. I don't know. Yeah. I Instead agree. of what they say is the eleventh commandment, every single word they say that that's what follows after the ten. Mm-hmm. And boy, is it dangerous because a lot of these celebrities have big corporations, et cetera, in their pockets that are probably saying what these corporations want you to say. Yeah. And, and everybody's conforming to some higher power. And then all of a sudden you're screaming capitalism is bad because they told you to. Or you say socialism is bad because they told you. Like, it comes from both sides. Like, every, everybody in this world thinks the blue check mark and whatever celebrity they agree with on whatever political side of the spectrum, that's what they're going to believe. And the other side is going to try to cancel them because they don't agree with them. Now it's, you don't believe the same as me, go away. Not, let's sit down and have a chat. Why don't, why do you think that way? Why, uh, what is, you disagree with me on this topic. Well, let me hear your argument for it. Okay, here's where I'm at. And we find those differences. Sometimes we may come together and say, you know what? Never thought about it from that perspective. I'm going to go and form my own opinion on that now based on the information you've given me. Not, you don't feel this way. I feel this way. F you. You're a racist. That's it. Like, in these arguments you see are debates. Well, they're arguments. These people at these rallies and gatherings or whatever, you're arguing with the other person. And then you say, well, that it's because he's racist or he's a pedophile. Well, first off, let's give me the evidence that you believe that they're a racist or a pedophile or they're corrupt. Which with politicians is pretty easy to see where they're corrupt. But that's that's your jab. That's... You don't agree with me, but I have no valid argument. That has become, especially in the last four years, that's the go-to for any type of disagreement. Oh, you think like that because you're a Republican. Well, you think like that because you're a Democrat. Well, look at 
you think like that because you're a libtard. Yeah. Or you're a, you're a maggot. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of calling these people names, why not say, it's, let's sit down and figure out why you believe this way and how I can change your opinion on this, or vice versa. It's painting one certain group with a broad brush and then getting offended and upset when that was the root of your argument was that you shouldn't be painted with a broad brush because you have different views. Yeah. Now it's, I'm going to yell an insult your way, tell everybody that you're like this, and then hopefully you go away because the internet's going to shadow ban you. Yeah, you become less. Yeah, you become attacked from multiple angles. And instead of just defending it off or trying to fight everyone by yourself, it's much easier to just, like you said, go away. And see, that's my that's my problem with a lot of the news outlets is everybody's like, well, they're canceling this and then turn around Fox News and it's like, Republicans are boycotting this. It's like, well, boycott, boycott what you want. You don't have to do it, but let the other people, you know, support them. Let these companies stay open. Whoever wants to support them, let them support them. Instead, now it's, they disagree with me. Let's shut it down. Mm-hmm. And now you're cost, costing people their livelihoods, even if they might, may not agree with the company morals, you're still taking away a job from those people. And I think that's that's one thing people don't think about. Like these musicians that get canceled, like they, uh, they have bands and crew to pay for. So now you're taking out these people's jobs, even if they may have been offended by what this person's done or said. Yeah. That's that's a really good way of looking at it is use musicians as the example. So Morgan Wallen's the most recent one, right? Yeah. So Morgan Wallen just got canceled. Well, you didn't just cancel Morgan Wallen. You canceled his bass guitarist, canceled his lead guitarist, his drummer. You've canceled their family now because those guys can't provide for them. You've canceled everyone from event staffs where their concerts may have been being held. Well, now that concert's been hopefully replaced, but nine times out of ten, that's just a lost date now. Yeah. Which, granted, with COVID the way it is, touring not being prevalent, but beforehand, still the same point. You're not just your solo attack on one person that you're upset with in the moment is way more damaging than just saying, ha-ha, I got so-and-so canceled. Yeah. You're affecting numerous lives. And like I said, they may be offended hey, by what that person said. Exactly. Like Morgan Wallen may have may have had some band or crew members offended and upset by what he said. But instead, his neighbor, apparently who had nothing better to do than be filming when he got 3 home. 3 a.m. That's That dude knew what he was doing. I wouldn't be surprised if like this dude got raided by the FBI. If he just has terabytes of footage of Morgan Wallen coming home drunk. Yeah. I mean, should he have said what he said? No. Should not have said what he said. No, I agree. But also, like, you know, you sent me the first TikTok of somebody actually responding to it. They weren't a white guy. No. I mean, I think nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, the vast majority of people weren't offended by what he said. What he said was wrong. Obviously. He didn't 
it wasn't spoken in a derogatory term towards a specific race. That's, I feel like, something that got drastically overlooked during the whole cancel culture shutdown of Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Had he said that to a person of color? Yeah. Shut him down. Yeah, exactly. Cancel him for sure. Because there's no defending that. There's no saying, oh, he didn't mean it derogatory, blah, 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 blah. It's still a derogatory term, but his label folded to public pressure. There was a small group that said, oh, no, 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 this isn't going to fly, and the label folded to it. Look at what his look at what his recent album has done since Morgan Wallen got quote unquote canceled. Yeah, and that's because skyrocketed. That's because people are tired of it. Like, exactly. They know he screwed up, but they also know he didn't deserve all the backlash he got. It did not. It doesn't warrant completely canceling this man's entire career because of a drunken slip up at three a.m. And I mean, if you're so perfect as to sit there and judge somebody. In that situation, then I would love to meet you and know how you've gotten to that point in your life because I would be willing to bet my life's worth that the people that were heavy on the cancel train have a pretty dark history and yeah. a lot of skeletons in their closet. I mean, like you said earlier, go back on that Twitter page, that Facebook page, 10 years. Yeah. Like you you might see something offensive. Mm-hmm. And that's the same people that are jumping up and down, but also the same people that are jumping up and down are people that grew up with silver spoons in their mouth, thinking that their feelings mattered more than anybody else's, and their opinions mattered more than anybody else's. So now they have social media accounts, and the first time they see somebody mess up, they cancel. It's a popular thing to do. Because they think, they hurt my feelings, they deserve to go away. Like this, I didn't like this toy anymore, mom or dad. Shout out Mr. Potato Head. I don't like this toy anymore. Throw it away. Get me a new one. So what are they going to do? Somebody disagrees with them. They're going to get a, get a new one and throw away the old one. Mm-hmm. But now it's just a vicious cycle because it seems like every week you hear about somebody else screwing up that was a big celebrity or a big member of society. And these people are saying, well, we're going to turn to so-and-so because they believe what we believe. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we've really, really failed because your opinion matters, but your opinion should only matter to you, yourself. And if you think that is the most important thing in the world, that everybody should bow and conform to your ways, you're severely lost. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> you're severe, severely lost if you think that people should bow to your way of belief just because you don't like something. Last time I checked, we live in a kind of a free country. Yeah, there's a difference. There's a difference in hate speech and speech that you hate. Facts. Like, there's a lot of things I hate hearing people say. But it. But I'm not going to go out and say, oh, because you said that. Guess what, bud? My sole mission in life now? Cancel you. Yeah. Make sure make you, sure don't you never work again. Make sure you don't get a campaign contribution. A ticket to a movie, a record sale. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with cancel culture to me. So, back to Sterling's question, though. How far do you think it goes? Right now, in this day and age, you're seeing how far it can and will go right now. I think sky's the limit on it right now. I mean, I don't think are, there's. I don't think there's... 
there's maybe five people in the world that are safe from being canceled. Mm. There's a lot that's safe from being canceled because the way today's politics lean, these people are going to say exactly what they know these people want to hear. That's fair. Five was a drastic, like, almost a sarcastic, if you will, number. Sorry. There's probably 5,000 people in the... (laughs) (laughs) All of Hollywood and Washington, D.C. I wouldn't go all of Hollywood because they tried to cancel Chris Pratt. Don't come at my boy Andy Dwyer. Did you miss that? No, I I did miss it. I know. I'm just saying, don't come at my boy Andy Dwyer. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, like... There's a lot of Hollywood that believes like most people in the Bible Belt do. It's just conservative, leave-me-alone-government beliefs. And I also think it plays a heavy hand in who you know in Hollywood, because when they tried to cancel Chris Pratt... Iron Man came to this came to the rescue. Go. Yep. But, well, Robert Downey Jr., well, pretty much the MCU yeah. came to his aid. But, I mean, that just goes like, if Robert Downey Jr. doesn't come out and say, hey... What the hell? Back off. Like, I know this guy. This isn't right. You know? That's something I feel like I'm going to bring it back to Morgan Wallen was lacking in that scenario. Most people supporting. Yeah. Everybody was quick. And that's one thing I really noticed during it. Everyone was quick to jump on Nashville. No one said, oh, Morgan Wallen's finally getting exposed for who he is. Right. It was... Oh, now we're gonna we're gonna use this example to paint country music in this light. Yeah, that's when pe- people started apologizing because they knew in the country music realm, everybody's clumped together. There's no individuals. Mm-hmm. So all these artists are like, hmm, this might take an effect on my my hit song or my next album that's about to come out. Do you think what did they do? Oh, we don't know him. You think Luke Combs apologizes for the outlaw video? If Nashville wouldn't have been under attack, if it, if the cancel culture would have stayed strictly on Morgan Wallen and not Morgan Wallen because he's a country singer, and so therefore Nashville's catching ricochet shots, you think Luke Combs makes an apology for the outlaw video? No, not a single chance in the world. It's no. been it's been seven years, five. It's been five years, six years, something like that. 2015, however long ago that was, <laughs> and he hasn't said a word about it. There's never been an issue. But as soon as this happens, yeah. Hey, let me hop on the Today Show or whatever the crap it was. Karen Morris with Karen Morris and throw out a freaking apology tour, right? Like what? Because it- that's conform. Like I said, that's that's conforming to the cancel culture, and it's a lot of times big labels, like you said, big industrial corporations that are just bowing down and saying, oh, it's a lot easier to just get out in front and go, hey, look, guys, sorry that happened. Please don't come after me. Right. And I'm pretty sure Luke Combs would be nervous if Vine was still a thing, which I'm pretty sure most of his Vines oh, yeah, are you can still go on, a thing. Yeah, you can go on YouTube and watch every Luke Combs Vine. They're still, There's a, he's still playing that guitar yeah. that he apologized for. Mm-hmm. So that goes to show the cancel culture is just willing to go further back in the archives. And these people that are in these high positions in life, they know those things are out there. So you might as well just try to say, I'm changed. I'm different. Well, I got news for you. A bunch of people have changed in five to seven years. One billion percent. I'm one of them. 
I feel like 90% of cancel culture is a part of that group. Let's just find out how much you screwed up back then the, and the, kind of tell people there's no way you can change who you are as a human, which is entirely wrong because you can do a lot of work on yourself even in six months. I don't see it going anywhere uh, for probably a couple of years. And I don't think it's ever going to completely go away. I think it's prevalent now because it's the popular thing to do. And like I said, we've given it that label and that term of cancel culture now until it stops becoming the, the it thing to do. I think we're just stuck with it. Uh, yeah. As far as how far back will it go? I feel like that's a better question because if cancel culture really wanted to start doing deep dives on every popular person from even 1980 on, the history books are about to take a hit. The, the Hall of Fames of music industry, sports, are going to take a hit. I feel like, honestly, we're... Everything has a cycle in life. Uh, you know, generations have their cycles to the way they handle things. And I feel like this cancel culture generation is the equivalent to people being carried out on a stick, tarred and feathered out of town. That's pretty much what cancel culture is. And not so long after that, people kind of stop giving a shit, stop publicly shaming people and ruining their lives. So, We'll probably deal with this shit for another four or five years, mm -hmm. depending on how much these people grow up. Because, well, until it start until it stops becoming a us versus them mentality, like, mm -hmm. which could be four years, could be four thousand, because the media drives the narrative, and there's so many out there right now. That's where they form their opinions. There's no need to do any type of self fact checking, you know, do some history on the subject, figure out, do I really want to support the cancellation of this? Whatever it may be. There's none of that happening right now because the press has gotten us to a point now, like I said, that us versus them mentality and whether it's left versus right, Republican, Democrat, or just even as basic as black and white, Racism 100% still exists in this world. There's still those uh, assholes. Well, yeah. I'm trying to think <laughs> of like what they're actual, like the neo-Nazi, yeah. white supremacist. Those people are still around 100%. There's no denying that. But the vast majority do not feel that way and condemn those that do. And still, they want to see... I feel like the vast majority of people want to see unity. Yeah. But the media knows that race sells. Yeah. Media so, knows division sells, period. So that's what I'm saying. They know race right now is the hot commodity. So they buy up all of the boxes. Or I'm sorry, they sell all the boxes and we divide ourselves. Yeah. And I do think that's where a lot of cancel culture comes from is now it's everything so is racially sensitive. Because you have news sources on both sides that are 100% committed to painting the picture this way and 100% committed to painting the picture the complete opposite way. Yeah. So that right there naturally drives your divide. 
and it's all for entertainment. And that's what a lot of people they're doing it for I ratings. Feel like escapes, yeah. It's it's entertainment ratings and kind of once again conforming. Like I work for this station, so I'm gonna tell you what I what you want to hear. Yeah, like there's a lot of media outlets. If you're that, listening to this, I just this just came to me right. So if you're listening to this, I'm guilty of it myself. I've I've jumped in on cancel culture a time or two. I'm huge into memeing. So do this, right? The next time something comes up about somebody getting canceled, whoever, whatever it may be, instead of immediately jumping on the train because you might have some fire-ass memes that you're ready to just freaking get off, right? Whatever it is, step away from the subject for four days. Don't even have to go, don't even have to go a Monday to Friday. Come back to it on that Friday. Step away from it or, you know, four days. Like I said, see if you still feel like it's worth your energy, your time to invest into seeing this individual. What impact does that individual have? If they're that hurtful to you, then absolutely get in there, eviscerate them. Yeah. But if it doesn't negatively affect your life, why are you putting your energy into it? Honestly, because it's because simply for the fact they don't agree with them. This this generation behind us, has I think it's more grown up with a, a silver spoon in their mouth, thinking. Like, I think it's I, more social gratification than it is their own opinions. I don't think people form their own opinions anymore. No, it's you go with the popular thing. Yeah, that's because that's what I'm saying. I think people cancel culture and. The, Epiphany right there. I think it's more social gratification. How many likes can I get on this post? Yeah. Than it is, no, what he said or what he done or what she done is actually a genuinely bad thing and they deserve to have their whole lives taken away for it. Or is it just so-and-so done this? Huh, that's bad. Let's laugh at him about it. Let's do whatever. But he, they don't deserve to have their entire lives upended because of one singular act. Yeah. If you find a pattern or a history on it, all right, cool. Now we have a basis. Now we have a reason to go after this person. Like I said, it's because they think they they think they're forming their own opinions, but in reality, they're they're looking for this validation of what they've kind of been taught. But they know the the real world's kind of a bitch, and not everybody's going to agree with you. But this cancel culture gives these people. This sense of feeling, everybody agrees with me for one time. Mm -hmm. Even though they may have been told this their whole life, it's just that outside world validation that you're looking for. I said this on Twitter and got 400 likes. Head the size of this room. Yeah. Like, here's this movie star saying something bad 15 years ago. All of a sudden, you got... 2.3 million hits on your YouTube video. TMZ sending you a contract for 16 grand for your video. And not only Just that. Just to ruin this person's life because they may not agree with you on anything. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I mean, it's gotten to the point now where the only opinion you're allowed to have is the popular one on social media. Because that's what people so many times are getting canceled for. Oh, they support this? No says I. Guess what? Canceled. Yep. Pull, pull the plug. Like, uh, what's her name? I can't think of the, the chick's name from The Mandalorian. Oh, uh, Gina Carano. Yeah. Was labeled as like an extreme rightist. 
I think she definitely leans right. I don't know if I would go as far as to say extreme rightist, but lost her job on The Mandalorian. Yeah. Because cancel culture decided, well, don't agree with that. And then for Disney to come out and say, well, we're, we're center leaning. Like, obviously, yeah, obviously not. not. Yeah. <laughs> Because if you did, you'd be like us, and your opinion doesn't mean shit. Yeah, that's y'all's opinion. This is her opinion. Yeah, as long as you do good work, your politics and whatever you believe don't matter. Are are her actions causing you any type of physical damage? Nope. No. Straight to the pockets, baby. It's all feelings. Mm -hmm. It hurt my feelings. And financial. No, I'm talking about for like the, 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 like you said, Disney saying we're center leaning. Well, obviously not. If you would have truly been center leaning, then that's what I'm saying from a Disney perspective. It would have been, did did this action cause you physical damage? No, it didn't. It hurt your feelings. You so that's your opinion. This is hers. We're in the middle on it. Like Disney allowed the cancellation of the Aristocats. What? Yeah, that was like, and that was a movie made like 60 years ago. I didn't know this. Yeah, because this, some of the I'm cats were Asian. The, I'm hearing this for the first time right now. It's like some of the cats uh, appropriated Asian culture. So many childhood memories of the Aristocats. Yeah. That like, Technicolor piano scene cemented all-time goaded in my mind. Yeah. People found people went literally went back 60 years to a movie and said, this is offensive. And what's bad- Because they appropriated- Asian culture. The cats. The cats were of Asian descent. Yeah. Which everybody <laughs> thought different back then. I mean, that, granted, there is a uh, like Disney disclaimer on uh, Pocahontas now. Like when you go to start the movie Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. There's one on pretty much every movie now. Any like Disney cartoon pre-2002. So... I feel like all these things are getting canceled from this long Shout ago. out to Pocahontas, though. One of the greatest. It's a good movie. God, it's so good. I had a cat named Nico. All these people willing to just try to cancel a 60-year-old movie. And this is my problem. This is where I have a huge, huge problem with cancel culture on the race side. Is most of these people trying to cancel somebody for a racially offensive term aren't of that race and they're speaking for that other race. Not many people from that said race that may have been offended are speaking out. It's just these kids. It's super woke white people. Yeah. I'll say it. There you go. It's super woke white people. Yeah. Nothing is more oppressive than a super woke white person oppressing their views and their beliefs. That, like, single-handedly, I've seen so many videos of... These super woke white people saying, just like you said, they're just, all right. I've seen so many videos of these super woke white people throwing out reasons X, Y, and Z should be canceled and then being like someone of the opposite race, nine times out of 10, an African American, one out of 10, an Asian American, but saying, you know, I've never felt like that. I feel like everything this person just said was completely ludicrous. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to speak for these other races, but it just blows my mind that most of these people coming out about these racial issues aren't of that race. So. Yeah, I don't think Morgan Wallen's neighbor was an African-American man. No, def probably not. No. Definitely not. 
I've seen the picture it, of him. It was probably some. Oh, okay. If you seen proof. <laughs> I mean, it was just. You clearly heard something and you started filming, hoping you would get this grab mm-hmm. because you knew your neighbor was famous. So this son of a bitch literally is just standing by the window nonstop, probably has a telescope on every damn level of the oh, dude, house. If I, if I had to guess, oh, that's tough. Now, Might you know have had what? a dash cam in their tough. car facing his I was going to say, I would be willing to bet they just had cameras set up on a majority of their windows just directly connected to the wall for a power supply and those things are just recording until one memory card's full and they slap another one in it and it's just non-stop yeah like at least i hope that's what was happening because if it's the fact that this dude was setting up until 3 a.m to see if his famous neighbor came home and up that's even more psychotic yeah like you know you live next to a celebrity like it's it's very obvious. How can you, in good conscience, record your neighbor, like we say, love your neighbor, everybody, literally house or friends, how can you just record them knowing one day you might be able to cash in? I'm not defending what the man said. That's 100% not loving thy neighbor? No. I'm not defending what he said. At all. I'm def- I'm defending him in the right of he didn't deserve to all of a sudden be lambasted because he's not perfect. He admitted he has alcohol issues. Not a single person in this world can say, I've probably said something regrettable while I was drunk. That's a stonko fact. This person, the neighbor, obviously is not under the age of... 33 because if Morgan Wallen is your neighbor but you're doing everything you can to get in good there yeah so but I think what you said about knowing you can cash in was the first thing that came to this person's mind when they found out who lived across the street oh for sure yeah you got a 27 28 year old kid has an alcoholic problem on literally on top of his Musical genre. Might have a good soundbite or him in a fight clip. Mm-hmm. But now it's it's gone back, like I said, into the Aristocats, the cartoons. It's coming into toys. Like you said, Pepe Le Pew. When I was watching that as a kid, never did I think that's kind of rapey. Yeah, I never thought it as a child. I definitely got the vibes like as I got older and would see like some old, like, not even, like, the actual cartoon, just a picture of Pepe Le Pew, I would start thinking back on it and being like, he's a pedophile. Yo, my dude was just giving off a lot of heavy, I don't want to say rape. I feel like rape is just. Oh, that's what they came out and canceled him for. See, I don't think he was a rapist. I don't ever remember a cartoon of him dropping a pill in a drink or anything like that. Never saw him chloroform somebody. Well, you know, I mean, I guess... He did some sketchy things, but... He would hit him with a spray, wouldn't he? Yeah. I think so. It's been a minute. I know. I just remember Pepe Le Pew is like this aggressive dude. Yeah. And you still see that in today's culture. You see the guy that just can't take a hint when a chick's not into him. Yeah. That just... 
constantly just in their face, on top of them, trying to be, you know, all touchy-feely. That's not okay. Completely agree. Everybody hates that dude. Pepe Le Pew was a cartoon from, like, the 1960s. Yeah. People thought different in the 1960s. That was a wild one to go after. Yeah. It's, it, they find things to cancel just because they don't like it. They don't like it, so go away. It's not, I don't like it, so I'm not going to watch it. That's the problem. Do you think there's also, this just hit me in thinking about that. No, I guess you kind of answered it earlier with like the elite thing we said. You know, like there's certain people that can't be canceled. Yeah. Because I was thinking like when we were talking about Pepe, what other cartoons? What's what's some kind of racy or what's out there? And Johnny Bravo. I think Johnny Bravo, though, is just one of those iconic cartoons that you can't cancel. But Johnny Bravo was a Cartoon Network version of Pepe Le Pew. Exactly. He was that egotistical, over-aggressive character. Yeah. Guess what? Not canceled. It's because Cartoon Network is woke now. I just don't think you can cancel Johnny Bravo. I think he's at that point. That's fair. That's fair. I mean... It's just what pisses me off the most about it is people think their opinion is more valuable than somebody else's. When in reality it's not. And we're they're groom they're grooming this cancel culture to the point where you're not gonna be able to have this good conversation with somebody that you disagree with. Yeah, cancel culture is pretty much the exact opposite of what we've promoted here on the podcast. And that's why it's I, not talking to your neighbor. No, and it's not I, loving your neighbor or talking to someone different than you. It's not loving your neighbor. There's no jars being passed around in cancel culture. No, and that's why I hate it. People's head in it. That's why it's toxic. Hundred percent. That's why I think people really just need to get the hell over themselves. Completely agree. Like I know my opinion is no more important than anybody listening. No, not. But at am all. I going to try to ruin somebody's life over their differing opinion? No. Why? Yep. Because I don't care. No, exactly. Like, this episode, you know, Sterling is the one that suggested cancel culture. We don't know where Sterling stands on cancel culture. He could be somebody that loves cancel culture, absolutely lives for it. But did we come in here and try to sugarcoat the way we thought about cancel culture? Not at all. Nope. And... Like, you know, I, 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 like I tell people, I'm politically moderate. If they want to talk, I'll talk. There's a lot of things on the right I don't like. There's a lot of things on the left I don't like. I feel like cancel culture is on both sides because you want Republicans. They're extremists. Boycotting. Yeah, boycotting this thing on the left and leftists boycotting this thing on the right because they don't like it. Uh-huh. And nobody is saying, you know what, guys, let's just sit down and have a chat. Yeah, I have my own opinion on a majority of things in this world. If somebody comes to me with something I've never heard of, I'm going to hear them out the same way I'm going to hear somebody out on any topic. The, I've I've never been in a situation where someone has presented their opinion and I've thought, wow, I hate you now because you believe that and I'm not even going to attempt to have any type of conversation with you about it. I'm just going straight to, I hate you and want nothing to do with you and hope only bad things happen to you for the rest of your life. And that's where I think we're missing the dot. 
on cancel culture. Nobody wants to talk to anybody else. Nobody wants to hear anybody else. It's, I know if I share this one video, there's going to be like 15,000 people that agree with me. And guess what? 15,000 people is a shit ton of people. Yeah. If those 15,000 people start screaming about something, somebody with some money is probably going to hear it. They're going to pull the plug. Mm-hmm. Just like Luke Holmes was scared. So he apologized. All these artists were scared because they knew country music is clumped kind of into this year one and the same top mentality. So the ones that are woke, they're the ones you saw coming out. Nobody should defend what the man said. Nobody. Not a single person. I don't think anybody has. No. But they all know he's also a kid with problems. Mm-hmm. So why try to ruin his life? And reality, you've kind of helped him. Oh, yeah, dude's streaming sales are off the chart. But literally. It's it's not even that, like, it's not a Morgan Wallen thing. Like, it's just a pettiness thing. Like, you're just sitting there thinking, my my thoughts carry this weight. In, yeah, I, in your opinion, in your opinion, they carry this weight. I went, I went to Morgan because he's the, like, most recent celebrity that comes to mind that's yeah. been canceled. And him and Gina Carano. Yeah. And... Do I care what both of them say? No. Have they both probably said something I've disagreed with? Probably. 100%. Guess what? So there's probably some people I consider friends. No doubt. And I've probably said some things. I'm pretty sure friend, me and you people, both have vastly different opinions on topics. Music. I don't think that's <laughs> changed. That one's an obvious Check one. out the TikTok. Yeah. But I don't think that has ever once in any slight inclination affected our friendship. No. You haven't said, Drake, I'm going to cancel you, or I have said, Shane, I'm going to cancel you. Now, I do have photos of you that I could release to the public that might get you canceled. Same. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I just, I feel like cancel culture is terrible for us as people because it teaches us. I just set us. up till 3 a.m. to get these spoons. <laughs> I just, I feel like it stops our ability to have a conversation and to automatically shut out anyone that has a differing opinion than you. Yeah. It's close. It's being as cl- <laughs> the definition of closed mindedness. Yeah. The people that you're yelling at about not being open minded, maybe you should check yourself. Mm-hmm. Because now with social media, you're able to wreck yourself. Yeah. There's something about glass houses and casting stones. Right. Yeah. So I, d- I hope cancel culture doesn't last long, but I do feel like we're in the carried out on a carried out of town on a pole tarred and feathered <laughs> generation. I know it's been around for a while, but I, I unfortunately think that we are in the early stages of it where it's still going to be prevalent for, I think best case is like five years. Oh, I mean, it's a generational thing, but I mean, I feel like we're kind of in the middle of the carrying them out of to the city limits. Yeah. On a pole, tarred and feathered. I hear you there. Now we're, I, I can't wait for like the 2030s for us because it's coming like the sev- mid 70s. Oh, where, God, where people so. are like, I really don't give a shit what you do. I would love to live in a society where it's just, nah, f- it, dude. I don't care. Yeah. Just if everyone had a, it is what it is mentality, we would be so much better off. Like this kumbaya, kumbaya. Society that these politicians are preaching, but not promoting or doing anything about. 
we're probably going to be there. Yeah. Because everybody's going to be like, you know what? I may not like the way he thinks, but he's a really cool guy. I like him. Form an opinion outside of form an opinion of someone outside of one singular moment. Yeah. And I feel like cancel culture is toxic just because people can find that one tweet, one video clip that absolutely ruins somebody's life. It's just because it hurt their feelings. Yep. Nailed it. So that's my thoughts on cancel culture. I think it's uh, we still got another five to eight years of it. I agree, hundred percent. Being like full force. I mean, if Twitter, Twitter is not going anywhere. A former president, Twitter can cancel anybody. Yeah, that's fair. It's so, it's it's going to be whatever the hot topic is at that time. Yeah, and guess who controls those hot topics? The news and social media. Boom. But like the and Mount on Eagle, this week's unpopular opinion, like I love the Mountain Eagle because they promote Walker County things. One of the very few like print news sources I kind of look at. I don't look at anything Fox. I don't look at anything CNN. None of it. Like I just if I if I have a question about something, I I Google it. That's what I was going to say. And try to find a moderate news source that I know is moderate. Well, I I was going to say I don't remember the last time I got like any type of news information from an actual news channel, I get it from Twitter. Yeah. But when I see it, same situation there. The first thing I do, go over to Google. This happened. Right. Hit search. All right, well, here's an article that says, hmm, that seems kind of clickbaity. You know what? I'm going to read that. And then I'll back out of it and I'll go, scroll down. Okay. Seems like they're coming at it from a different approach. Click that and read it. Wow. Those are two completely different views of the exact same topic. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of feeling like this one raised some good points. That one raised some good points. I'm going to form my opinion off of that now, as opposed to just taking what's written as the gospel and that is what it is. This is how I should look at it. Yeah. That's why I encourage everybody to think for themselves. Yep. Absolutely. So if you don't like cancel culture, let us know how you feel. If you like cancel culture, don't try to cancel us. Just tell you how you feel. Actually, no. You know what? Try to cancel us. I'm ready for it. I want it. Bring it on. <laughs> Shane's ready for this war. I'm, I hope you, if if you're a part of cancel culture, hope you packed a lunch. <laughs> We're gonna be here all day. But uh, folks, chime in to the the community jar group. Let us know how you feel about cancel culture. How long do you think it'll stick around? That's the one thing we want to know. So Shane, um. One final statement on cancel culture. Please stop. Same. Cancel, cancel culture. It's a cancer. It's a cancer to the way you think. And doesn't let you form your own opinion of yourself, who you are, how you think society should be. If you want to cancel, cancel culture, hit me up. I'm as pro-cancel, cancel culture as cancel culture is. Facts. So, hit me up. We'll form an allegiance. I'm ready anytime, day or night. Let's take the fight to them. So, folks, uh, let us know how you feel about cancel culture and how long you'll think it's, think it'll stick around. I'm your host, Drake Pittman. I'm your co-host, Shane Murray. If that jar's not empty, pass that thing around. Love your neighbor. Talk to someone different than you. And we'll see you next time on Pass a Jar with my man, Kenny Devine.